Hey everybody. Yes. Oh. Welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the digital cowboy himself, the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, how's it going today? Um uh, yeah. Hey. Good that's that's great to hear. So Chris, we got a we got an episode today about competitors and how to study your competition in Google Ads. Before we do that, I want to tell everyone about reviews. We love getting reviews from you and what we do on the show. On the show, every Monday, we do a topic episode specifically about Google Ads. And then Thursdays, we do a Q&A show and um, we answer your questions. So you can send those in at paidsearchpodcast.com. And then we appreciate you all leaving five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts when you do that, this show grows. So this week's five-star review of the week comes from Steph in the United States of America. Five stars. So glad I found y'all. Thank you for providing bite-sized, usable, and actionable items. You guys bring real-life examples to the topics and have helped me understand PPC. I recently obtained a new career and my first project is looking at pause Google campaigns. And because of your podcast, I'm a mini rock star at it. Thank you and keep up the stellar podcast. Much love for y'all, Steph. Well, thank you, Steph. That's nice. Thanks, Steph. People, uh, Chris, people are finding us um, every single day. New people. Three years in, all around the world. Biggest Google Ads podcast. And people are still finding us every day. That's kind of cool. This is someone's first podcast and as we've talked about before we have uber driver listeners who play this podcast for (laughs) their passengers so it could be a first time listener in the back of an uber driver and if you're in the back of an uber driver if you're in the back of an uber and you have nothing to do with google ads and you don't even know what google ads is you're just lucky today wasn't a jimmy episode because then you'd be really confused (laughs) (laughs) yeah hold on hold on this is my favorite show he plays, he plays, and, and, and we know, like, oh Jimmy, and we know some people don't even hear the Jimmy. They immediately skip the first ten to fifteen minutes um, because they don't even want to hear us talk about anything but Google Ads. You know what's funny is, what if someone told me that in real life, like in person? Would in I in person? Yeah. If I slap them in the mouth, would that be wrong, <laughs> or, or is that what I'm supposed to do? Like it's so disrespectful. So I think I think what I'm going to do. Yeah, someone wrote in, and they're honestly look like a crazy person. Their message, I, I put it in a, a word doc and did a word count. It was seven thousand words long, Chris. Their email, seven thousand words. We we ran into a crazy person who didn't like the Jimmy stuff. So what I might start doing is I might start giving the most actionable. Most <laughs> uh, most insider kind of Google Ads advice and tips just kind of in the voice of Jimmy at the end of the Jimmy segment. So people who uh, skip that won't, uh, won't get that information. Yeah. <laughs> or they can continue writing in 7,000 word emails. It's a big world out there, Chris. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, we can't be everything to everyone. And uh, I mean, you hate for me to say it, so I won't say it, uh, but... Uh, Thanks for those who stick around. Uh, and for those that don't stick around, well, I'll just uh, let your imagination roll. But, uh, you know, we do love our listeners and uh, our listeners are very important. Thank you for listening to this show. And uh, we do also appreciate our sponsors. Our sponsors uh, give us the courage 
to get up in the morning and deliver this content to you guys. So I want you to take Optio seriously and try out this wonderful tool, optio.com slash PSP2. They're offering a very special uh, free trial, no credit card required. I, you know, I, I, I see that, no credit card required, but that's a big deal. The fact that you can jump in and all you have to do is give them an email address, sign up for an account, and you get to try their extremely well thought out, intricate tool for Google Ads for free. That's a big deal. You know, they're not going to automatically charge you at the end of the free trial. You really can just try it out. And, and I talk about it every week, how you can optimize your, your display campaigns, your search campaigns. You can optimize for many aspects. And probably, like I, like I say, every week, one, one of my favorite things about Optio is that you can see things in a new light. You guys are listening to the show because you want to hear insights. You want something that's new and fresh, something that incites creativity. If you really want some creativity, try seeing things in a new light on your campaign. The tool is very simple to use, very intuitive, lots of graphs and colors and charts and, 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 and toggle switches. But the great thing is you make the decision. It's not plug and play. It's not where you just create the account uh, and plug it into your Google Ads and it manages it for you. This is the kind of thing that requires thought, but it helps you get done faster, right? You make the choices and it helps you make those choices at a faster pace and a more efficient pace. Optio.com slash PSP2 for a two-month free trial. Thanks, Chris. And if you're out there running Google ads for a local business or for many local businesses, then we encourage you to check out Elite Local ads.com elite local ads is a comprehensive training program put together by kyle solarud designed to help you get more customers for any local business using google ads this program includes eight complete training modules covering everything from keywords to ads to advanced campaign optimization retargeting and more it's not an inexpensive program but the value is off the charts and there's even a 30 day refund policy if you're at all worried about the investment kyle tells us with over 150 students he's only ever had one person request a refund you can see more for yourself at elitelocalads.com including several testimonials from people who have been through the program already again that's for anyone who is running google ads for local businesses check out elite local ads.com and we will have a link in the show notes and description to optio and also elite local ads so we want to thank our sponsors and chris today we have a we have an episode about the competition and i love what i did with the title how to study your competitors in google ads i'm going to say i'm going to change that to how to study your competition and there's something about the the word study uh, that just makes it sound so official and draws you in. So I thought that was interesting. But um, before we talk about Google Ads competition for the next 30 minutes, does Google Ads competition even matter? What do you run into with clients? How much are they focused on it? As you saw in an email yesterday, I told a third party, you saw the email. Chris is the top Google Ads manager out there. He's the best that I know. I It's not just something I say on the show in front of you. It's something I say about you to other people. And it comes straight from the heart. And um, I really I really do value your opinion here. So 
I want to know, like, what do you, what do you think about competition? What, how much do your clients focus on it? How much do you focus on it? How much does it matter to a top Google ads manager like yourself? I'll tell you this, my clients and my students pay more attention to it than, than I do. I do consider it to be important, but it is certainly on top of mind for um, clients more than it is me. And I think the difference for me and why it's important to them is because it, when, when they're focused on you know, accomplishing something, do you know you know what they see when when they when they look at the goal, they see competitors in their way. They they look to their left or they look to the right. Who's beating me, right? And right. these are these are just obstacles. If they're if they're focused on competitors, they'll lose track of the goal, right? If if uh, Jason, I know you'd like to run, and imagine you know you're running next to someone and you're in first place, and suddenly some guy is going to pull right up beside you. He's going to start beating you. You start focusing on him. You're going to lose sight on the fact that, you know, you're pacing for the goal. You're pacing for, uh, you know, what you're trying to, to do. You're going to lose track on that. And that's what I often see clients of mine do is they start changing their strategy because of what they see other people doing. Um, now, I know yeah, we're going to talk about yeah. how to study competition, but for me, and, and we, that's why I value hey, Chris, this podcast. Study can mean do good things they do, but it can also mean look yeah. at the stupid things they do and avoid them. Yeah, that's true. And I, I, I would say for me, I do think it's valuable to see what they're doing, but I think what I don't want people to do in, is interpret this podcast to talk about, you know, how to mimic or how to do, how, how to figure out their keywords. You don't study to figure out what keywords are they running. You don't study to figure out how much budget they have. Those are questions that are irrelevant to me because their keywords, I'll tell you, Based on the success I've seen in Google ads of other people running their own campaigns, when I'm not running it, it's very likely that they suck at Google ads <laughs> because that's the fact. I, I, you know, when I look at someone's Google ads campaign, it's very likely that they're not doing a good job. The odds are not in their favor. So if a client tells me, look at this competitor, can you tell me what keywords they're running and how much budget they're doing? They're essentially saying, hey, these guys that you have no integrity on how much, on how good they are. Let's copy them just because I'm I'm focused on the wrong thing. I'm focused on the competitor and not the goal. That's how I interpret it. I, I don't think that uh, simply because someone's doing something different doesn't mean it's more successful. It's just different. So I don't think about it too much, but I do think it's important to study and get information on those competitors. Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't think about it at all in the sense of like oh they're beating me. So I have to beat them. I think about it in the sense of, oh, this is, I don't even think of them as competitors. I just think this is part of the ecosystem. We'll talk about it. The ads we see, uh, different keywords people run on and what can we learn from them? But you're right. I don't, I don't look at it as a race, but that said, I would say even more so than you did with clients. It's one of the number one things I hear about is how do I do what he's doing? I'm worried about this one. Uh, this one seems to be there all the time. And my clients are obsessively focused on their competition. Oh, yeah. And so true. I think what we can maybe talk about today just to kick it off is just to give people the idea that we're two of the top Google Ads managers in the world. Uh, we get great results for our clients. 
and what the competitors are doing, fact it doesn't factor in a ton at all into our our management. We're very much focused on our own results, our own data. And if competitors are bidding a ton and the costs are going up, we're going to see that in our own account. And then we can uh, adjust from there. So, so, so that's how we look at com- competition, but it is something we have to deal with, with, with clients asking us about it all the time. And for people listening, advertisers listening, they're also focused intensely on their competition probably. So the, these are, these are some ideas on how to, how to just very quickly look at what they're doing, get some ideas, try to, try to improve your own situation, but it's not so much, don't look at it as always trying to catch up to them or mimic them. Look at it more as like, Hey, this is what they're doing. This is what I'm doing. And is there anything smart that they're doing that we should be doing? So Chris, first place, I look for when someone asks about the competition. And one example is people tell me, oh, this client must be, or this advertiser must be advertising like 10 times more than us. I always see their ad. They're the big boogeyman. What do you know about them? Well, then I go to the auction insights report. So why don't you tell us about that report and then we'll kind of break down some cool features you can look at in there. Right. So if you didn't know, Google ads, whether you're doing display, YouTube, or search, Google Ads is an auction. So when they say auction insights, it's referring to the competitive network of people who are bidding on placements on the display network, on the search network, and on YouTube. Okay, so the auction insights tells you what's your place in the auction? How much are you spending? How often are you showing? How often are other people showing above you in this auction? What's going to be confusing is that there's an auction everywhere, but the fact is you can only see auction insights at the search level. You cannot see auction insights uh, in display. There's no such thing as auction insights report for display or YouTube. So it's only search. Okay. So we're already limited there. Um, next, here's another important limitation on what it is and, and what it's not, is that you only see information that you have paid to see. That's a very cryptic way of basically saying, if you only advertise on one keyword. Let's say you advertise on the word running shoes, exact match. Okay. And you then can look up your auction insights, but you will only see data on other people that are running in your area for the same keyword on the word running shoes, exact match. That's it. Anybody who has overlapped that word, that's the only auction insights you get. You do not get auction insights on everybody who's advertising shoes or anybody who's doing sports where or or anything it's only that information so second thing is that it's very precise the scope of it is very limited so all that to say is how you use it and how you approach it is not going to be some kind of tool that can can say oh this advertiser you know they're not showing up at all so they're not advertising on uh you know we're dominating them no that's not true there's no overlap they mean they're not advertising on your keywords or in your area, and that's only search. So it's important to know that when you use it and, and what it is, that's a very important factor because you have to consider that it's a limited tool. You have a, you have a limited tunnel vision approach into the data that you're getting. Yeah, and I'm looking at the a report here, Chris. One thing that's cool that you can do is it kind of tells you, you know, of your keywords, what, what your 
search impression share is, and then it tells you what the competitor search impression share is. But I just did something for the first time, which is kind of cool. You can use the most underutilized button in Google Ads, a segment button, inside of the Auction Insights report. And you can look at over over a certain over a lot of time period, you can look at the day of the week. And then in a shorter time period, you can look at some, uh, some different options, but I'm going to look at like the competitors for this campaign, same keywords that we target in the auction insights reports. And I'm going to look at the day of the week and you can see not only your competitors impression share on your keywords, the keywords you're targeting, but you can see their impression share on different days of the week. And this is about studying your competitors. It's not about copying them or matching them or running in a race with them. It's about studying them and getting insights. So one thing that you can see is, okay, is it a good idea for me to run on the weekends? And one of the factors that can help you make that decision is seeing how often your competitors run on the weekends based on their impression share segmented out by day of the week. And there might be a couple smart competitors where you're like, oh, these these guys are real smart. Um, I like what they do. And they've decided to run on the weekends. Mm. So that would uh, give you a, a hint there that it would be a good idea. Another thing you can do with the segment button in the Auction Insights report, you can segment out by device. And I can see some of these competitors I'm looking at. I'm able to get insights into how much they like mobile, how much they like desktop, how much they like tablet and there's some there's some interesting uh stuff you can pick up there um and then another thing just to i was gonna say put clients mind at ease and i don't know if that's possible (laughs) but a lot of clients they worry about seeing someone else's ad above theirs and what i'm constantly trying to convey to them is that their individual search results don't matter. Their individual results don't matter. Them as an individual doesn't matter. They could fall off the face of the earth and die, and it doesn't matter. (laughs) The earth will go on. It'll be like they never existed. Their family, the people with their DNA, their genes, in two generations, three, they just become a name, and it doesn't matter (laughs) to the family at all. And then after a few more generations, all the pictures will be gone. And then after even a few more, all the digital files will be gone, and it'll be like they never existed, and they'll be lost to history. And when I go on like that with them and give them that message about the universe, it doesn't go over well. <laughs> I can't imagine why. And they're like, they're like, if I don't matter so much, then why are you going to send me an invoice, bro? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but Chris, it, 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 I, I have not figured out a good tact here when my whole um, your individual results don't matter. That's not going over too good. So um, if anybody has some advice, maybe in the Patreon group on Facebook, how do you convey to clients that the results they see might vary? And by might vary, I mean will vary. And by will vary, I mean Definitely. doesn't matter. And now I'm back at square <laughs> one again. How do I convey that their individual results aren't a representation of what's actually going on? I haven't figured out a good way to phrase that. One thing I can do is I can go into the search auctions insight report and I can look, I can show them the different competitor names, the URLs there. And it shows absolute top of page percentage. And even though they sometimes they think other competitors are above us all the time, not according to the data. 
And what you, what you can do here, you can even go down to the individual keyword level. I think you can do ad groups as well. And then keywords, and you can look at the auction insights reports for a time period for individual keywords and you can show them, bro, it's very frustrating. And, um, but what I can show them as at the individual keyword level, absolute top of page rate. And ours will be like way above theirs. So that's one way I use this report. It's probably underutilized. Uh, I, I don't use it enough. I don't show it to clients enough. But I think if you do have a client problem where they're so worried and petrified of their competition, why don't you get some straight answers, you know, give them some hard data and just constantly focus on this report, run an automated report, send this sucker out every, if that's possible, send it out every, every week and get them focused on this and show them how you're dominating. But anyway, that that's kind of our go-to place to study the competition. Chris, we talked about the keyword level. We talked about segmenting absolute top of page position above rate overlap rate. Is there any Anything else that stands out to you in the auctions insights report, or is that basically the gist of how you're using it these days? One last thing, I'll say this. It's a great uh, kind of put the client in their place kind of thing, or even if you're doing Google Ads yourself, don't look at the auction insights report and think about which competitor you're most concerned about. You know, think about a competitor that, you know, you you worry about, you you think about, and then go to the auction insights report and look are they even on that list? That's a lot of times I'll hear people say, Hey, have you, have you looked at this website? You know, these guys are doing it right. You know, I'm really, we have to beat these guys. We need to outbid them. And I'll look and they'll be in the less than 10%. They'll be at the very bottom. So, you know, as far as the impression share goes, the overlap. So a lot of times it's a, it's a great reality check to say, you are so focused on these people. We don't even overlap them. We overlap them 1% of the time. But a client or advertiser out there would say, right, but I don't know what your auctions insights report is. I don't care about it. I've never heard of that before and get it out of my face. I'm doing a Google search and I see someone else's mm -hmm. ad above mine. Yeah. Don't tell me what I see is not reality. Here's why we could look at your impression share being 99%, their impression share being 25%, but you seeing them all the time what happens is someone could have a budget that's 10% of your budget, but if their budget isn't spent that like Chris, let me, you're the top Google ads manager in the world. How does Google decide when to roll an ad out and when to limit someone by budget or when to let the budget go? Oh, Please gosh. describe in detail how that process <laughs> right. works. Right. Let me, <clears throat> you have no idea. No, I have you no see idea. That big cowboy hat. You think right. there's something under there. There's nothing in that head. Okay. You have no idea about this. Neither that's do right. I, neither does anybody. So someone could be running a budget. That's a quarter of your budget or 10% of your budget, but just Google's letting it run that day they haven't spent their budget that day. Like there's so many factors that go into it. It's impossible to describe why you're seeing their ad above yours. But at the end of the day, unless you want to keep raising your bids and have fun with that and look at your results when you keep doing that and chase that dragon, you know, you're never going to catch it and you're going to keep raising your bids. Unless you want to do that, go to the hard data, look at your data correctly and look at the search options inside report and kind of put your mind at ease. All right, so the next thing on the list is using Google search for keywords. This is, I, I mean, I can't, I can't take credit because I mean, we have to go back three, four years to the amazing award-winning Jason Rothman who 
put me on track for this idea because I was underutilizing the google.com tool itself. I wasn't, I was using it a little bit, but I wasn't using it to the depth that you had uh, pushed me towards. So basically using Google search for keywords means basically to pretend you're a client, pretend you're a customer and search those keywords and, and look, what does their ad copy say? What are the use in their extensions? Uh, what words trigger? What doesn't? You know, and another thing, as far as ad copy goes, do they use numbers? Do they use percentages? Do they use emotional call to actions? Do they use hard and strict and fast call to actions? You know, call now, you know, uh, operators on call, you know, all kinds of very hard actions. Or, or is it very, you know, feel better today, emotional call to actions? Think about that, you know, put it in perspective. And that's it's a great way to think outside the box and use competitor information. Don't copy, but just consider, you know, don't copy their ad copy. That's, it never works. If, if there's anything that causes click-through rates to go down and Google punishes accounts for this is to use the same thing to say 24-7 plumber. I don't say that anymore. You know why? It's because everyone else says that and nobody's really 24-7. Get a plumber on the phone and to your house at four in the morning. They're not going to be there at two in the morning. They're not going to be there. It's not true. You know, sure, they'll answer the phone, but it's not a 20, it's a 24-7 call center. It's not a 24-7 plumber. It's just not going to happen. Uh, so that's the fact of it. Uh, use the creativity. Use Google search to, to look outside the box and see what other people are doing. Yeah, I love doing Google searches, Chris. And you can get so many ideas for ad copy. That's, that's the main way I use it. Um, I look at what people are promoting in their ads, what – and – the, the interesting thing about ad copy is there's ads at the top of the page. There's a lot of, or, there's all the organic listings with their headlines mm -hmm. as well. You mm -hmm. can learn stuff from that. And then there's all the, the ads at the bottom. And wh what I've found is just by even just scanning the headlines, people think about things so differently that that's, I can really get a lot of ad copy ideas quickly. Stuff that I wouldn't think of if I had all the time in the world, it's just stuff that wouldn't pop into my head, but seeing someone else talk about a certain feature of the service, a certain way of saying things, it can give me ideas. And again, like you're saying, it's not about just copying the ad copy, but here's, here's an example. I did a search for a mover and the headline says something to the effect of we're good at it. And so that kind of cues in my mind, like that's <laughs> yeah. something I would have never thought to try something yeah. just so down home, straightforward, like, Oh, they're good at it. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me click and give them my business. I like, want a good company. Now yeah, that's got that's me. Great. Yeah. And that's got me thinking now about all the just common ways people talk about moving companies and all that kind of stuff. Another one talks about how they serve this city and the surrounding area. I like the word surrounding. It tells people outside of the metro that, hey, we still serve you. So you can get a lot of great um, ad copy ideas. Another thing you can do uh, with Google searches to kind of put clients at ease, put yourself at ease, is you can find out other companies suck at Google ads. And so if you have, and you can do it, you can do it instantly. If you have a competitor where you're worried about them or clients worried about them, maybe you see their ad above yours, you've gone through the auction insights report thing, but you're still worried. 
and you want to convey to yourself or your client that this competitor sucks, they don't know what they're doing, and they're not worth copying. And you shouldn't be looking sideways in the race. You should just know they exist and keep looking forward. Do one search that includes part of the search term that shows they suck, and then forget about them. So for the moving companies, an example of that would be Google moving company software. If a moving company is advertising on Google ads and they haven't added software as a negative, they need to because you're going to have the word moving company, broad match, modified, phrase match, Mm -hmm. exact match. That's a good keyword to show up on moving companies. Variants, you'll show up on moving company. You will get a click for moving company software at some point if you don't have software added as a negative. So if you don't have that as a negative and their ad is showing up, that means they suck at Google ads. They don't know what they're doing. And so that's one way you can just instantly convey to people that, hey, stop telling me about this competitor. They don't know what they're doing. Chris, yeah. you're going to use that? Oh, man, that's beautiful. I love that. Yeah, it's like just a quick screenshot. And you could you could be as creative as you want it to be. You know, like these people are not checking their search terms or they would have already turned off these obviously poor, you know, free uh, moving company. Moving company scams. Uh, yeah, scams. I mean, there's all kinds of negative keywords that should be very yeah. obvious to a decent Google Ads manager. Yeah, I love that. It's a great way to show that. Move, moving companies, uh, twenty dollars an hour, twenty five dollars an hour. Like, <laughs> jobs. Okay, you want those kind of leads? Yeah, moving jobs, hundred dollars. Moving total. company jobs. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Move, movers near me, hundred dollars. That means someone's looking for a move total that costs a hundred dollars. If you're an advertiser, you probably don't want to be paying for jobs that only bring in $100 of revenue. So you would have the word 100 as a negative. And if they don't, they don't know what they're doing. All right. Now, this next one, I'm going to tee you up on it because I don't do this. I don't want to really, I, I, I just don't do it. Uh, talk to me about stalking as in creepy, creepy. Okay, I, I just thought of this. I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write this down. You know, I love to make notes when I want to remember something. I have write a story. This down. I have a story. Make a little note. I have a, a story I'm gonna tell from this weekend, and it includes stalking and creepy, creepy kind of stuff. Um, we're gonna say. I'm gonna talk about it oh, in the yeah. Patreon. Okay, so if you're not a Patreon listener, uh, I'm gonna share that. It's hilarious. It was very funny. I, we had a group of multiple people just crying, laughing so hard. So I'm gonna share wow. that story. Yeah, two bucks to join the Patreon. So there you were go. you were they laughing at you? Like were you the center of the attention? No, actually, uh, telling a joke, hamming it up. Actually, uh, my mom said it, and we all just died. It was it was oh yeah, extremely funny. So, all right, well, um, stalking people in a Google AdSense. There's just three little things I do, and you know, stalk's such a hard word, um, but you know, it's an eye catching word, so we'll leave it in there. But yeah, you can stalk people. So, three things I like to do. I like to search for keywords late in the day and see if they're running out of budget because one of the points we'll make later on uh, it's just there's a lot of information you can get but you can never truly know what keywords people are targeting never truly know how big their budget is it can change all the time but one thing you can do is you can search late in the day and see if they've run out of budget um, if their ads are not there it's not a hundred percent that that means they ran out of budget but it's it's something. Uh, you can also do a search late in the month. 
after the 20th day, after the 25th day, oh. see if they're still advertising. Yeah, I mean, I, I I run into some competitive industries, Chris, and I, I have to know what my competitors are doing. And I've seen a lot of people who, uh, you know, they uh, they buck up on that uh, on that bull, you know, but they can't make it the full eight seconds. Yeah, and if a month was eight seconds, they're only lasting like two seconds. They're, they're big and strong and bidding a ton and very stupidly bidding a ton early in the month. And month after month after month, I watch these pathetic losers fade away as the month goes on. <laughs> they come in hot. I can just, I, I see things in my head. I see the agencies talking to them like, this is the month that's finally going to work. It's gonna and happen. the guy's like, I want to be number one. And they're like, I want your money, so I'm going to make you number one. And I'm not going to try to help you. I'm just going to give you what you want, make you number one. And then... And then they come in strong, they take some market share, and then boom, by like day seven, they're out of budget. They're in a fight with their agency. They get back together at the end of the month, and then they do it again. So if you don't see them late in the month, that means they're running out of budget. Another thing I like to do, search at overnight, search on the weekends, see if they're there, kind of get a feel for their overnight and weekend strategy. And then another way you can stalk them, go to their website, and then leave their website, and then go to whatever various sites on the internet you like to browse and see if their remarketing ads remarket to you. And then you can get a feel if they do remarketing. Again, not 100%. You could be in an age range they don't want to remarket to. They could have a very small remarketing budget. They could not be remarketing on your device or to your area. It's not 100%. You don't know. But it's a little clue. If you don't see their remarketing ads, that's not a company who does remarketing and you can take from that what you will. So that's the way I kind of stock people. That's cool. I like that. Okay. Uh, next one, this one I'm definitely on board with. I do this all the time. Um, I will use their website. I use it in a specific way. Jason, I'll let you describe how you use it. I have a very story, straightforward way of using it. What I'll often do is I, I like Two or three different ways that I that I'll use it. Number one is I will look at the headlines, the title tags, you know, whatever's most visible on their website. What pops? What's their call to action? What's their headlines? What's the messaging? What's the images that they use? Right. So, what is the overall feel? I don't go in and do some kind of stupid, you know, like percentage of the keyword they're using. All that kind. Of, I, that's assuming that they're way smarter than they really may be. So, I'm just looking at the the dumbest thing, like what headline did they use? We know we at least, they probably uh, thought through that. What image are they using? Next thing I do is if they have a menu system, I'll look through their services. What service, how do they break down their services? Because this is really important, both in Google ads and internally in their business, because if they broke out things by certain industries, that tells you that they found value in these specific types of industries. They took the time to break their company out enough that they have industry specific. They have services at different levels. And this is important. This may determine that I want a separate ad group or a separate campaign based on a different category or industry or uh, vertical uh, because they did it. I may have never thought of switching my keywords around and adding this other vertical or industry to it. But if they do it, maybe it's worth it. I'll throw some uh, new keywords into a new ad group. So that's usually how I use it. Very straightforward. What What do you do? I'm the same way. I'm, I'm like Sam Walton. Sam Walton from Walmart. He would go into other retailer stores. He would lie down on the floor and he would measure the width between their aisles. And they'll be like, they'll be like, what, what are you doing in here? And he'd be like, I'm shopping. And they're like, get, oh, wow. get out of here. So he didn't carry a tape measure. 
he would he would just like use his body as the tape measure. Oh, he might have he might have carried one, but like that's he would go into people's stores and like just it's a free country. You can walk into a store and he would just just start measuring how what they do with their aisles, how long their wow. aisles are, and gather data from them. And so the digital version of that is you can go to people's websites and you can look like you're saying, Chris. They're ad. You can get ad copy ideas. You can get keyword ideas from the different services they have on their site, um, and that's generally generally what I'm using for it. Now, one interesting thing you can do, there's a Google tag assistant in Chrome. It's a, I forget what they're called in Chrome, but they're like an add-on or something. And you can go to any website, fire up that extension on Chrome, and then refresh the page and see if they've got conversion code on their site, see if they've got analytics on their site. And that can give you a kind of a feel for how serious they are about their marketing i think facebook pixel you can also see if they have a facebook pixel so you can kind of again if you're trying to communicate with clients who's the big bad uh guy out there and who who knows what they're doing and they're telling you this guy knows what he's doing and you're like okay they don't even have analytics or a facebook pixel what are you talking about they have three google analytics property tags on there you know so you know that they've gone through like four or five different agencies and they haven't cleaned their <laughs> that's tags a great up. point you yeah Man, you want to talk about selling to prospective <laughs> clients and finding prospects? You go to a website, it, you pull up the tag assistant. It has like one analytics, one global tag, one conversion code, website call conversions, all that kind of stuff. Very clean. They all match. And yeah, you're like, yeah. okay, they're probably happy with what's going yeah. on. You go to another one. There's four analytics. There's a conversion code on every single page. They're getting conversions every time a page loads. You can just call them up yeah. and be like, hey, happy with Google ads. And they're <laughs> no, like, we're not. no, it ain't working. I'm, I'm looking for someone new. How do I do? So yeah, that's a good sign someone's in trouble. I love so, that. Chris, uh, man, I am, uh, you know, I come off as uh, sometimes I stumble over my words. Sometimes I do little intros with pickles and I eat pickles on the internet. And mm -hmm. you're like, who is this guy? Yeah. But you know what? You guys don't know me. I'm a sharper competitor. I'm smarter than everybody in the world. Honestly, I think that. I Sometimes I honestly, so, I'm not kidding, Chris. I, sometimes I'm I laughing. honestly think, I'm laughing, but not because I don't think anybody is smarter than me. I, and I say it in a humble way. I'm like, <laughs> I know I maybe shouldn't be having this thought, but I'm kind of having this thought. And then I think about money and people are like, okay, how come someone's a billionaire and you're not? And you, your whole goal in life is being rich and all that. Well, yeah. You think that's easy to deal with? You think that's easy, easy to, that's one of the curses of being this smart. It's like, that's why it hurts so bad when you're not effective <laughs> to the point you need to be effective. It's like, but then you start thinking about the world and you're like, okay, if I'm the smartest person in the world and I've got these many problems and this much problem being effective, what are these people in control doing? But anyway, so one of my super smart tips here, Chris, is sometimes I like to hide from people. I like to play a little cat and mouse with people. And if I get word that a competitor is looking at what I'm doing, if I get word that a competitor is focused on me, if I get word from a client where it's like, hey, this guy is, uh, I'm kind of friendly with this guy, but we're not friends, but we talk and they're asking me about Google ads, blah, blah, blah. I like to exclude the zip code of a competitor's office location if I'm if I can afford it, if I'm targeting a big area and I can turn off one little zip code and not show ads there or turn off ads to a certain demographic, a certain age range in that location, 
I'll play games all day with people. <laughs> Another way I play games, Chris, I can set up a duplicate campaign, target only their office location in this other campaign, target only men, target only men of a certain age, target only men of a certain age and an income. So I'm not screwing myself overall. And then jack my bids, mobile bid adjustment, computer bid adjustment, tablet <laughs> oh bid adjustment gosh. up to the max plus wow. 900%. I'll play games all day, baby. You want to <laughs> play games with me? I'll make you think I'm the big bad wolf. You know what I'm saying? Every time they're sitting in their office doing a search, we're showing up number one. They're raising their bids. They're raising their bids. We've got an automated bid strategy, targeted impression share, 100% no cap, but only in the zip code, only for men of the certain age of an income, only for these keywords. And we don't pay a price because our budget's super small in this pseudo campaign. And they're constantly chasing the dragon. So I'm only playing with this much of the pie. They're playing with this much of their pie of their campaign. They're raising their bids on their overall campaign because they're doing a search from one location. I'll slap the beep out of you, dude. You don't, you don't have any idea who you're messing with. So if you want to come at me and you want to play those games, I'll, I'll drive you until you're broke. And it'll never cost my client anything because we're doing it only in this one little zip code. You want to play games? Let's play games. You like that, Chris? This is fun things you can do with Google Ads. Do you is, like that? Yeah, that's hardcore. All right. Well, with all that said. But, but Chris, if, if I can do that, that means other people can do that to you. So that means maybe you shouldn't look sideways in the race, bring it all home here, and change your overall strategy just because you see one person doing one thing on one search result. One of the things I love in life is twisting people in pretzels and and w making them destroy themselves based on their own flaws. Do you love that as well, Chris? No. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Don't. <laughs> it's not <really> <laughs> evil an evil laugh. That's funny. No, it's something I've never uh <laughs> never done but i, I that doesn't bring you that's pleasure. a great that that's not the only thing in life that can bring you pleasure and bring a tear to your eye imagine there's a small percentage of people that are like that that's a perfect just like you said it's a perfect reason to not <laughs> react to what you see and the things that we talked about to take this as i said oh, at the beginning man. take yeah. it as a guide learn some lessons and study as you very wisely titled the 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 podcast uh, episode study. That's what it's all about. So Jason, you have one last point here. Let me say optio.com slash PSP2 because I want you to study your Google ads. I want you to get more out of your Google ads. I want you to do it faster. I want you to be more efficient. You have clients, you have 15 clients, you have 1500 clients. This tool is designed to scale with you at an affordable price. Uh, if you're a freelancer, one guy in the shop. This tool is designed for you. It's designed at an affordable price for you to be able to get things done quickly. Log in, click, 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 click. You've now been more efficient. You've worked 75% faster. You have more time to go out there and sell, sell if you're a freelancer. Uh, if you're in-house and you need to impress your boss, you need to get more done. You know, there's nothing like being in-house and being stuck in a rut and, and not being able to present the data in the way that you need to present it. This is a great tool to report and show things and look at things in a new light because, you know, you keep focusing every day staring at the same Google ad screen. This is a great tool to get it done. Optio.com slash PSP2. Look for a link in the show notes. Use the chat box on their page to tell them you are a paid, so paid search podcast listener and they'll give you two months for free. 
Thanks, Chris. And if you're running Google ads out there for local businesses or for many local businesses, then we recommend you check out EliteLocalAds.com. Elite Local Ads is a comprehensive training program put together by our friend Kyle Solarud, designed to help you get more customers for any local business using Google Ads. There's eight complete training modules in this program covering everything from keywords to ads to advanced campaign optimization, retargeting, and more. It's not an inexpensive program, but the value is off the charts, and there's even a 30-day refund policy if you're at all worried about it. Kyle told us with over 150 students, he's only ever had one person request a refund. You can see more for yourself at EliteLocalAds.com. Check out the training modules you'll get. Check out the campaign review videos. Check out the access to the Private Business Builder Mastermind Group. There is a ton of of value you get when you sign up for elite local ads. Again, it's for anyone running Google ads for local businesses. Check out EliteLocalAds.com, EliteLocalAds.com. We will have links in the show notes and description. So Chris, finishing finishing up here, uh, someone who was talking about, I don't know if I use the words or what order they came out, but the word smartest person in the planet never seen anyone smarter might have come out of my mouth in some form but uh <laughs> it was just a joke of course so right. of course you gotta you gotta humble yourself chris uh when you're looking at your competition unless you have access to their account you're never gonna know for sure you're just never gonna know i'm just saying like i don't want to hear it from anybody unless you have access to their account you're not gonna know what their budget is. You're not, not going to know their bidding strategy. You're not going to know their schedule. You're not going to know their keywords. You're not going to know their ad copy. You can get hints, but you're never going to, you're never going to know for sure. So you want to humble yourself. You want to focus on your own results. Mostly focus on your own results. Mostly we've done over 200 episodes. I think three or four of them have been about competition. Yeah, and that's, that's a good point. the balance that that's we use point. in our own day to day management. It's all fun and games to talk about. There's cool things you can do. We just talked about it, but you got to focus on your own business. Your own business. And Chris, honestly, when it comes to when it comes to competition in Google Ads, we, we broke down so many technical things you can look at: auction insights reports, their ad copy, and all that kind of stuff. But you know, the number one way I think about comp- competitors on Google Ads. I think about them in an offline sense. I think about them from a business perspective. I ask myself business questions like, okay, I don't see their ads on weekends. Why? I don't see their ads late in the month. Why? How can I take advantage of that? I don't see their ads on this keyword. Why? I do see their ads on this keyword that I've blocked out. Why? And so I'm just kind of trying to think through things as a business perspective and not so much a technical Google ads thing when I think about Google ads competition. And that can, uh, it's like a good check on your own strategies. Like, Hey, should I be targeting this high funnel word? Should I be doing more retargeting? Should I be doing YouTube ads? I see a competitor doing YouTube ads. And I kind of like thinking about things in a business sense, even though the inspiration to think about them comes from what we're seeing in Google and, and Google ads. So with that, I'll let, uh, I'll let the cowboy close down the rodeo here and take us into Patreon. Yeah. Well, guys, thanks for listening and uh, coming up in our Patreon. Uh, if you are a part of that exclusive, very affordable club, we're going to answer a question from Molly, who sent in a very interesting question about what happens 
if your website sucks? What happens if your client's website sucks? What do you do? I think we have some good advice to share. Great topic. Um, and also, I'm going to share a little funny story uh, at the top of the top of the show. So join us, two bucks uh, to, to listen to the audio. Very affordable. PaidSearchPodcast.com. Look for the Patreon link there and you can join us. Uh, otherwise, we will catch you on Thursday with our Q&A show. You can send in questions at PaidSearchPodcast.com. Click on the contact link and send your question. Thanks for listening. Thank you for your support. Goodbye. Goodbye.